You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Steven Serta. It's a short practice on Thursday for the Kansas City Chiefs. We heard from defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo, new Chiefs defensive end Carlos Dunlap, wide receiver Sky Moore, and right tackle Andrew Wiley. We'll go in that order, starting with Spags. After that, we'll follow things up with Carlos Dunlap. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll hear from Sky Moore and Andrew Wiley. Here's Steve Spagnolo. Make sure that they're all aware that nothing's won right now. Nothing's carved in stone right now in terms of who's playing where and what. Now, we'll, we'll eventually get there. But, you know, and the other thing is when, you, when you're uh, at any position, when you're maybe playing with the third group and a lot of the thir- third group guys are all young, it doesn't go off quite as smooth. You know what I mean? So sometimes we put him at the first group to see how he functions when everybody's functioning fast. You're working with Nick, you know, and so that's a reason why we put Jalen up there a little bit to see what he functions I, th- I thought he's had two really good practices. I mean, he, if you, were you in yesterday in the indoor there, the first couple of snaps there, I thought he did a really nice job in coverage. And he's come along. He was, uh, he was kind of a slow mover early. I think he's kind of figuring out that that doesn't really work at this level. So you've got to practice everything fast. Yeah, I mean, I listen. I think he's listen. He's done it for a long time, and the system he was in in Cincinnati all those years was kind of conducive to him. Mike Zimmer had him for a long time, and what they were doing it was a four-down uh, system. Call it what you want. I mean, we're multiple now, so we're in a couple of different things. But I think he functions well outside. I, we talked to him about playing inside. We'll see where that goes. I'm not really sure. I want to get him comfortable at one spot first. Uh, but again, I go back to the length, and he knows how to get to the quarterback. I mean, sometimes that's just innate. I always say 70% of pass rushes uh, want to, not necessarily technique. Great job. I, I think he's done an outstanding job. Um, now, we'll probably move him around a little bit, too. Um, but we need to get him settled in a spot eventually. I think he's competed really well with a bunch of really good veteran wideouts we have. Uh, and when the thing I like about Trent is when it hasn't gone great for him, he's not one of those guys that sticks his head in the sand. He's a bounces right back up. That's a good quality. I like Dave Merritt and I both like the way he presses at the line of scrimmage. He's re- really bought into the technique we use. Uh, not everybody. It's not comfortable for everybody, um, but he has bought into it. He's trying to do things exactly the way we ask him. Um, and if he keeps doing that, I think he'll get better and better. Yeah, yeah. You just you just never know. Like every veteran is not a vocal leader. I don't know that about Carlos yet. Like I, I don't know if he's the silent assassin leader or if he's the vocal leader or if he just leads by example. I mean, we'll figure that out. I don't I don't know him well enough. Um, we'll, we'll figure it out, though. George talked, George talked about 
Yeah. Frank uh, is really taking it upon himself this year to be that kind of guy. Now, what that tells me when George is saying that is that he's uh, he wants to receive that kind of information. Now, and he, if he's talking about it, that means he enjoys it. You know, some guys don't. Every personality is different. But uh, George is a sponge. He does that with everything. He's over there asking me questions. He's asking Joe questions. He's asking Terry questions. Every vet that he can. Uh, he'll, he'll text Coach Cullen questions. I mean, that's a pretty good, pretty good trait, right? Maybe he's texting Frank questions, too. I don't know. But Frank talked about some of the physical changes that he made in the offseason. I missed you, said. Frank talked yeah. about some of the physical changes. What have you seen from him physically with the dropped weight, yeah. blood alcohol, and red meat out of his diet? Does he a lot different than last year? He does. He, I mean, he looks lean right now. Um, but listen, Frank, I've always said this about Frank. He's powerful from here down. Um, way back when, when I was in Philadelphia, we had a guy by the name of Hugh Douglas. Now, Hugh was thicker than, than Frank. But I always would watch Hugh, and I just felt like the reason he was such a good player was because of how strong he was from here down, not necessarily what he had up top. And so even though Frank may look a little light, his long arms and his explosiveness from the hips down, I think he still has that. Is that a difference that you've seen compared to years past where he's being more vocal? When George says that, I mean, I'm being honest, I don't know that. I don't see that. I mean, I take George at his word that Frank's talking to him, but I, I can't recollect back in other years. I mean, we had, uh, I remember when Mike Dana came in here, you might want to ask Mike. Mike, when you came in as a rookie, was Frank the same way with you as he is to George right now? So I don't, I let the players roll on that. Yeah, a lot. The guy's a good football player, um, and he picks up things quickly, wants to know everything. Like, he's a sponge. He's a lot like George. He wants to know the whole thing. It looks pretty natural to him right now. Now, we'll see if we get in a real game, but that, that part I like. Preseason games any better for you than what you see out here on a on a, on a real practice day? Uh, I think in some ways because there there's a little bit more pressure, right? There's people watching. Um, they know that every other team has got an eyeball on them, um, and anytime we can put pressure on these guys, in my opinion, it's a good thing. So I value the preseason so, games. So with that said, are there guys you're particularly interested in getting a look at it when you guys play? Yeah, the, this this year with all the new faces, there's quite a few. Now, I don't know how Coach Reed will want to navigate that. I mean, whatever the head coach. Yeah, that's up to Andy, really. Um, yeah, and it's just a matter of how much. And, um, in a, in a um, you're talking about in a game situation. As a general rule, uh, the signal callers, the guys at the mic line, the backup positions, and the guy at the safeties positions, because we, we're going to need that when it's all said and done. So if nobody in particular, but those, those spots in particular. Right. Yeah. Uh, but as far as dropping back in coverage, is that a point of emphasis where you? Right, listen, he's uh, he'll he'll get through that. Those guys develop that. I mean, is it going to be a little bit new to him right now? Yeah. Is he better going forward and backward right now? Yeah, because it's all new. But once he starts to figure it out, I think he's going to be fine. Dave Toe talked about him be, uh, players, young players, being able to he he can pick up as far as like if if they're able to uh, be out there and, and they know exactly he he can tell oh, yeah. exactly what. Know how good they are. Yeah. How long does it take for you? Well, well, good in terms is a couple different goods. You know, good physically, but you're gonna have you're gonna be able to tell that and what you and I were talking about. The 
the mental part of it, I always test. You guys don't always see the walkthroughs we do. I call them ACTs, uh, Alignment, Communication, and Technique. I do them fast. Uh, now, we got just some managers running around, but I, per I do them fast on purpose because I'm looking at them and seeing how fast they're thinking. To do a walkthrough as a slow deal, I don't, I don't get any feedback out of that. So we're always testing them that way, too. Coach, you know what you have in Rashad Sanders. He's missed a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the competition going on at the cornerback position, how do you anticipate working Fenton into this mix? Now he's going to get, get right in there and be competing with that same group. I mean, he's played some good football for us, especially on the outside. We just want to get him healthy and get him back there. I'm anxious to get him back out there and, and rolling. I'm looking forward to it. He'll be right in there. Thank you. Thank you, What were some of the main factors of um, great opportunity with a great organization, what they've done the last few years, playing against them on the other side of the ball? I wanted to add what I, you know, my specialties to it, and we felt like we had mutual interest. Was it a difficult decision? Did you have several other teams that you had to decide from? Yes, there were a couple other teams, and then obviously, you know, these last week or so, ever since camp started, things heated up, um, but I liked what I heard from the Chiefs. That's why I came out here to meet with them in person, to see how I fit, see how they would use me, see how I would contribute, see if it was a fit, and I'm here. Did so. any specific players recruit you at all? No. You know that you work out with uh, Orlando Brown and also uh, yeah. uh, Chris, Chris Jones down yeah. in Miami. How much did they talk to you? How much did you ask them about Kansas City? Um, I didn't, well, with the offers and stuff, they weren't down there at the same time. I think they were in OTAs when the first offer came. So I didn't really get that, but I had trained with them. We had worked out together, did all our stuff, you know, normal individually, you know, not knowing that I was going to be a chief. So when I was here, when I got here today, he's like, we didn't even know this was going to be a real thing. Both of them pretty much said that. So it's kind of cool that we already got to know each other a little bit this offseason because we've been working together. Coach, you started a little bit later in free agency. Um, what went into just that timetable for you? Uh, patience, you know. This is my 13th year. I've done it um, 13, well, 12 different ways. Um, so I wanted to make sure I made an educated decision and went with a team, you know, where, you know, um, there was, you know, mutual interest in, you know, my ability to play and how I'll be used and the opportunity to win. Because at this point, you know, um, I've done a lot of football. One of the things I have not done is you know, I haven't got over 100 sacks, I haven't won a playoff game, and I haven't clearly won a Super Bowl. So those are things that I would like to do at this point in my career, and I'm in hot pursuit, and I feel like this team gives me a, a great opportunity, the best opportunity to do it. So, you know. Speaking of sacks, you've been able to get at least six since 2011. What goes into that consistency of just being able to get to the quarterback and make your mind? My routine. So that's one of the big things that I'm trying to establish and figure out here. Today was the first day. So uh, I contributed to my, my routine, um, my work ethic, um, my team that helps with my routine. So I got to find all the people here, delegate those tasks, and just get a routine and a rhythm going. Carlos, what did you like to hear most from either Andy Reid or Steve Spagnuolo when you were having those initial conversations and then when you were here before making the decision to sign? Uh, the opportunity to play in every down, um, obviously we'll be rolling because we got a young bull, first round pick who has a lot of talent, sky's the limit for him. Um, so the opportunity to play in every down, you know, at this point in my career, because I've been a closer in so many games and have 96 sacks in my career, uh, you know, 
they try to correlate, you know, with being older, taking down your snaps, but um, um, featuring you in passion situations. But I like to eat and <laughs> at wherever you put on the table. You know, I like, I like a what's the word? Yeah, I like first. I mean, I could say it just like that. Yeah, first and second downs are just important to me as third down. Obviously, I've done many things on third down, closed many games on third down, but I feel like. Uh, if you impact the game early on first and second down, you can put the game away even sooner. And uh, clearly, these guys have lit, lit up the scoreboard many and one time. So, look forward to contributing my strengths to what they already do well here. You're, you're four sacks away from 100. Do you have something special planned if you get that four sack? Uh, no, because getting over 100 puts me, what, in the top, I think I need 103 to get in the top 50 something or 40 something. So, I want to shrink that down to at least get to. You know, maybe top 25, 32. So 100 is a big milestone that I will, you know, enjoy and celebrate and be proud of. But four sacks on the year is not my goal. I, was, I you know, try to average eight. He said six the last few years, but I try to average eight a year. Um, and I want to go for more than that, obviously. And I put my money where my mouth is with the deal we did, structured it that way for, you know, the incentives to increase it. I understand you just got here yesterday, and then today was your first time actually observing the practice from the yes. sidelines. What are your impressions so far as, as you look at what Steve Spagnuolo's defensive scheme uh, wants you to do and, and how you fit there? Uh, that's a tough question. You should ask me in a couple of days because I'm still learning the defense. I was up to about midnight last night trying to catch up on the install. I believe there are you know, a few installs ahead of me. I got two or three of them in yesterday, but today will be the day that I'm going uh, to get with Coach one-on-one and get through it. You know, obviously, you know, it's camp, so there's a lot of things, moving parts going on. Haven't had opportunity yet to sit and just go through it with them. So we're going to do that. So, you know, give me a little bit of time to answer that question. Coach, Coach Cullen, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was another thing uh, that showed the importance of, you know, them wanting me to get here because it's obviously camp. I landed at what, 10.30, got here at like 11.30, and the whole staff was here. They had all the all the um, things that I wanted to get answered, question. Each one of them spent time spent time with Coach Reed one-on-one, eating pizza. Then we went in there with Spags and Coach Cullen, watched some tape, um, basically showed me where I would be, the defense they run, how they call it, his rhythm, and I liked where I fit. So, you know, that morning I signed, yeah. So clearly that, that night was worth it to them and worth it to me, and clearly – them taking that initiative to do it in camp, knowing, you know, it's early days. Like today, I was woke, woken up at six, 6 in the morning for a drug test, and, you know, I didn't have to be up till 9. So, you know, I know they have early mornings. So that was pretty dope for them to take that time to answer my questions and take that initiative to, you know, get me here. You played with Russell Wilson the last couple of years. You excited to go up against him since now he's with the Denver Broncos. He gets you cracks at him this year. I definitely have looked at the schedule. Um, Russ is my guy. There's no personal vendetta versus him, but he's on the other side. So I have a job to do just as well as he does. But there's a lot of things on that schedule that I liked and played into my decision as well. So looking forward to getting after it. Carlos, you mentioned that young goal on George Carlotta. Yeah. Um, what do you feel like is your opportunity I came up in a different game. Um, I didn't have the greatest vets, you know, in my day because, you know, hazing and all that wasn't exactly 
illegal or frowned upon. It was encouraged. <laughs> so um, uh, for me, for him, I think the uh, best thing I can give him is, you know, my perspective from experience and try to add to what he already does well. Clearly he was a first-round pick. I wasn't. So he has something that they saw that they like and they see the potential in him. So I would like to give him whatever tool that I can from my perspective to help him unlock what he already does well. I'm not trying to change him to me. You know, I'm here to, I got a job to do. You know, they already told me what my role will be and, you know, helping grooming him and helping all the young players along the way is part of why I understand, you know, my role is at this point in my career as well as winning and closing games along with them. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Uh, yeah, I just, it was a one-on-one rep. I just kind of like tweaked it a little bit, fell in an awkward way, and... I'm cool now, so, but it, it was just a, a minor tweak. Coach Hill said, looking at you as a punt returner, how are you getting acclimated to that? Yeah, really just, I, I haven't really done it too much in, in game, in in college. So uh, it's really just getting a, getting a feel for when I can take it, when I can when I got a fair catch, and just doing the fundamentals of catching a punt. So it's going good, though. What about, like, jet sweeps, things like that? Is that something you did a lot of yeah. in high school college? Yeah, I've, I've always been that type of player, just to – you know, that's like at the beginning stages of coming in, I feel like always is the jet sweeps. I'm always getting the jet sweeps. So it's not new for real. What do you like maybe about those particular plays, maybe more so than route running? I like I like getting, you know, just getting the ball fast. The faster you can get the ball, the faster you can make something happen with it. So that's what I like about those plays. This is a complex offense. How do, you, how do you feel, especially with some of the plays you are able to make out here, how do you feel you are with the playbook and the – how close are you to this is going to be, like, second nature to you? Uh, yeah, it's going to be a process because it is a complex offense, but, like, it's starting to click, you know? So, like, everything – I feel like everything in this offense, like, it are, is counters. Like, we run this play, and this play is a counter to that play, you know? So, like, once you get, like, the basics of everything, it starts to click a whole lot faster. What's it, what's it do for you to kind of sort of hear Pat sort of explain what he wants on certain rounds yeah. and then to actually try to adjust and go with it as we go along the camp? Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, he got the keys to the car. So, just 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 tell me what you want me to do. That's 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 how I look at that. Just I'll he want he wants he wants it done this way. I'm gonna do it that way. So that's really all that is. And when you guys have connected on deeper routes, just what does that do for you mentally, psychologically, the excitement of what might be on game day later on this year? Uh, really, just 
not just Pat, but for all the quarterbacks, just getting that timing and being able to translate that into uh, a game day feeling, you know, is very is very important. So just any deep ball connection is is a is a plus out here. Speaking of those deep balls, uh, we've heard other guys talk about uh, that they Pat tells them just keep running, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't you can't you know overthrow you. And yeah. How much has he explained that to you? Man, it's that's like with Pat, you ain't you're not getting underthrown here. So yeah. you know we're just a bunch of minions out there running. <laughs> Like McCole yeah. does a lot of the same things. So it looks like you might be asked to do too. So is yeah. he a guy you're leaning on a little bit yeah. in camp, or who else is up? Who else on that list? It's really everybody. I lean on the whole room. Just if I got a question, everybody's open to answer, and we all bounce bounce each other's ideas off each other. So, you know, Juju, MBS, McCole, Cornell, like everybody, we're we're just helping each other. How would you describe your the enemy as a coach and coordinator after working with him for a while now? Uh. He's just a he's just a hard uh, a hard uh, how can I put it he he's going he's going to demand the best out of you and 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 that's the, my favorite type of coach just you know you know you know what I can do and I know what I can do and sometimes it might get hard but he's going to get it out of you and that's that's what I love about him. We've seen you connect on a, a number of deep balls that's everyone that's been kind of been saying. What's it like to track down a, a Patrick Mahomes uh, deep ball? Is <laughs> you know it's just like I feel like just you know you once it's in the air. You just gotta keep your eyes on it and just look it in. That's all. That's all it is. Just anybody, not just Pat. It's just every when every any time the ball's in the air, it's it's about concentration. So it's been it's been going decent for me. Did so you kind of pinch yourself though, like catching ball from a Super Bowl MVP, former league MVP. I mean, you had that kind of welcome in the NFL moment with Pat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's hard to have that type of moment, like while I'm playing. But like when I go back home and I like see a video or something, I'll be like, dang, like that's crazy. <laughs> how, how much are you getting that from friends, family members? Yeah. Uh, so far. Yeah, a lot. I mean, I've been trying to like duck off a little bit while I'm at camp, but you know, when I do look at my phone, I I see what's going on, and and it, and it's I'm getting a lot of uh you know praise. I wanted to ask you, how close are you to Patrick in the film room? What did you learn from him when you guys were going? Uh, yeah, actually, we're about to go to a meeting right now, and I sit, like, right behind him. So, like, where, whenever I got a uh, question, I just go tap him real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, just – and he, and he's always able to whisper the answer to me or, like, how he wants things done. So, I, I, I try to stay close to him. How beneficial are those just mini conversations that you try to learn this oh, He probably don't even know it, but, like, I'll take things and run with it. Like, he'll he'll say things that, that I really, like, try to harp on. Like, all right, I got to get to the alley this 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 practice. I, last practice, I didn't do that, but it's it's very beneficial. What, does he seem to enjoy that? Does he seem to enjoy that giving you that feedback? Uh, yeah. I mean, just anytime I'm on the same page as him, that's that's enjoyment. So I feel like I feel like yeah, it's definitely going to be beneficial for everybody. What jumps out to you, Sky, about seeing Travis run routes? Yeah. What jumps out to you, given obviously I'm sure you have watched him throughout his career? Yeah, like before I came here. Yeah, before I came here, I knew Travis was like. He's the best tight end in the league. But now I'm seeing why. You know what I'm saying? It's about how patient and savvy he is through his route running, and he's very smart. So it's like he's not really working too much harder. He's working smarter. He's knowing, like, oh, there's a dude out there. I'm going to give a move this way and then just hook up. You know, so it's like it's a it's a knowledge. The knowledge that he has about the game makes him an even better route runner. Scott, how are you working corners in your draft class? Yeah. What's it been like going up against those fellow rookies every day in practice? It's man, it's been it's been a battle each 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 one of them. 
They're they're tall, they're long, fast. So you know, I'm I'm not the biggest guy. So you know, those are those are the guys that I'm coming with my A game with, and and it's just been a battle for for every single one of them. Patrick in Texas. Yeah. Um, how important now that you're out here in practice? Yeah. I mean, how beneficial was that? Um, you know, getting that workout at extra rectangle. Yeah. yeah, like I said, it was just you know, just that was another another opportunity for me to see what he likes and see how he operates. You know, so it was very beneficial just to just to like go into his workspace. And you know, I, I went to I went to Dallas. That's where, you know, that's where he's from. So it was it was very beneficial. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. No, not really. Um, nothing's ever guaranteed, uh, especially on this team with the amount of skill we have in the O-line room. Um, so there's competition every day, even if it's uh, even if it's not what it seems. Um, that's what it is to me. How much more comfortable are you at right tackle having played out there last year? Because you were guard most of your career up to that point. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very comfortable out there. Um, now I'm just taking this time in camp to um, kind of add more to the right tackle game, switching up sets, um, just getting more comfortable. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's a comfortable position for me. Oh, it's awesome, man! It's completely different energy out there with Orlando, man. He is uh, he's a big source of energy on the O line uh, and the team. So you know, it's great having him back. Andrew, can you elaborate on that? Why is he a big source of energy? What you see from him? Uh, you guys see, I mean, he's literally huge, and then he's always smiling, you know what I mean? So, um, and he's talkative. He brings, I mean, he does that. He, he vocalizes in the huddle. Uh, he gets everybody's energy up, um, kind of like the Travis Kelsey type that's been doing it for years. So, um, yeah, he's just a great source of energy on the offense. Andrew, I think you were first on the right tackle in that Saints game, right? Yeah. And when you think back to that initial game to, to now, just how do you sort of compare yourself to the version of Um. You know, now I know a lot more what's going on. You know what I mean? Um, I, I was uh, in that game. I was just playing guard on the outside, you know, type of thing. Where now, uh, you know, my game has a lot more to it out at right tackle. Like I just kind of mentioned, switching up sets. Um, you know, I can see the defense a lot better now too. So uh, I've grown a lot out at right tackle, and it's very comfortable for me. So did you build off that point, Andrew? Pete's question: Is there a difference this offseason knowing just tackle versus maybe? A year ago, it could be if they need me at guard, you know, make sure that's where. Uh, the offseason, yeah. you're saying? Um, no, I still work both guard and tackle in the offseason. You know, I try to be uh, that versatile piece uh, that I kind of always have been here. Um, so I don't stop working on my guard reps. Um, and I, st I continue to work on the left side as well. So um, the offseason for me is always kind of the same, working guard and tackle. Can you compare this year's line to last year's? Can you compare where you are now versus where you guys were a year ago when you had so many young guys? Um, yeah, those young guys are grown now, and uh, and they're good football players. So, um, and we brought back a lot of the. I mean, we got a lot of the same guys in the room, um, and now it's just an older room. And so, um, we're expecting to go out there and kick a lot of ass this year, and uh, we got a great O line. From a physical standpoint, do you change up, you, you know, how you build your body up in the off season to play tackle versus guard? Um. Not really. Uh, nothing. You know, I've always kind of had the same routine uh, nutritionally and then, and then training-wise. Um, it's just now that I, I do different things when I train uh, that are position-specific. Um, but no, not really nutritionally. And, you know, I just kind of take the same same stuff in the offseason. You say everybody's kind of grown up, but you're the old guard. Is this year six now? Yeah, six, six, yeah. I mean, 
Still a weird feeling. Like, you know, I kind of started noticing it last year when we had that, you know, big overhaul of new guys on the O-line, and it was just kind of me and Mike Remmers and Nick Allegretti, you know what I mean? So um, still kind of a weird feeling being that vet in the room, um, but we got a bunch of vets in there, so, you know, it's not nothing too crazy. How is Kennard adjusted to, to being a pro and into the room in general? Uh, he's doing well. He's doing well, and you can see it every day he's improving out on the field. Um, he's also a good source of energy in the room. Uh, good young guy to have on the, in the O line. When you entered this offseason, understand that you do work guard and, and tackle. But was there a point where the coaching staff ever come up to you and say, "Hey, we want you to focus more on the tackle position"? Um, no. I mean, it was kind of implied that I'd be out at tackle this year, um, at least from my understanding. But um, you know, I just I take it as kind of a personal responsibility to be able to, to continue to do both guard and tackle. Um, but, yeah, I guess it was implied that I, I would be playing tackle, and I, I, spent, I did spend a majority of time. Did that affect your decision when you were a free agent that you wanted to come back here to play tackle? Um, yeah, I guess I, I entered free agency as a tackle, uh, and teams were looking at me as a tackle, um, and I knew when I signed here I'd be playing tackle. But So, yeah. yeah <laughs> that. You guys in one-on-one. What have you seen on the opposite side in Carlisle? Uh, he's, a, he's a physical young guy, um, you know, and he brings the heat. Um, He's got a variety of different moves that he uses, and he, and, uh, you know, and he brings a juice on, on that D-line. So he's, he's a good, fun player to go against, especially in one-on-ones. When you study film, how critical are you of yourself? Um, and, and what did you see last year from, the right, from your work at right tackle that you felt like you need to improve on coming into this year? Yeah, I'm very critical, uh, as we all are in the O-line room, um, as is Coach Heck when, when he's critiquing us. So um, there's a numerous amount of things that I continue to, in the offseason to work on and still working on every day in camp. Uh, stand square, shooting the right hand, you know, specifically targeting uh, the part of the body that you want to punch. Um, but yeah, very, very critical of ourselves as we all are in the line room. Had you ever gone against Carlos Dunlap before? I think my first start um, in the NFL was against uh, the Bengals, and I think he was out there. Um, but I was guard and I was blocking a whole lot of Geno that game. So, yeah, <laughs> very. I appreciate y'all. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.